source for health and wellness is Wellness Radio 1570, KDIZ Golden Valley, a service of Salem Media Group. Have a healthy and radio. With SRN News, I'm Rich Thomason in Washington. President Trump is not ruling out testifying in the Democrats' impeachment inquiry. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi suggested on Face the Nation that Mr. Trump testify, perhaps in writing. This morning on Twitter, the president writes, even though I did nothing wrong and don't like giving credibility to this no-due-process hoax, I like the idea and will, in order to get Congress focused again, strongly consider it. Hundreds of demonstrators in Hong Kong who had used a university campus as their base of operations are now trapped there. Police have bottled them up, hoping to force the protesters to give themselves up peacefully. On Wall Street this morning, stocks modestly lower right now. The Dow is down about three points, but still above 28,000. The S&P is off six points. The Nasdaq, 25 points lower. This is SRN News. Are you a member of our rewards program? Yeah. I had the card here somewhere. We've all been there, rustling around for that rewards card you can't find. At Wellness Radio 1570, we've simplified the process. All of the perks, none of the hassle. It's the Wellness 1570 Fan Club, where you'll get early access to tickets for our events, exclusive content, prizes, and more. To sign up, visit TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com. Only Michaels here on Wellness 1570. Thanks for tuning in, and uh, thanks for all who are participating in the Christmas Mortgage Miracle. Did you uh, know you can enter once a day, every day, between now and the end of the contest, December 20th? Yes. More opportunities for you to have your mortgage or rent paid for all of 2020. Christmas Mortgage Miracle brought to you by Tom Matiney of New American Funding. Forecast-wise for your Monday, mostly cloudy. Could see some drizzle this afternoon and a high near 40. Looking for future leaders we can trust and believe in? Look no further than the high school student-athletes right here in Minnesota. High school sports teach young people how to be effective leaders. It begins by making their grades and being on time for practice. It includes learning to listen, following directions, accepting responsibility, being a good role model. And it's about respect for officials, opponents, the rules, and each other. The result? It transcends sports. It gives us hope for the future. High school sports. There's so much more than just a game. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. baby move in your tummy? How does the baby eat? Can the baby hear me? How did the baby get in there? Wow, a pregnancy can sure generate a lot of questions, but what's important is that a baby is a baby inside and out of the womb, not just after birth, but nine months before at conception. That's right. Every baby is a miracle. Hello, my name is Marianne Kuharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives or assistance or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org or better yet, simply dial pound 250 on your cell phone and say the keyword pro 
pro-life. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. I'm a trained lawyer. I went to law school. My name is Alan. I am a current student at the OTA office in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Uh, I'm a retired district court judge, and when I decided to retire, I'd always had an interest in financial markets. I had done quite a bit of research, read up on OTA a lot. I think I had a pretty good idea of what to expect. The actual class itself was more impressive than I even anticipated. I mean, after I attended that half-day class and um, fell in love with it after that, I was absolutely 100% sold. It's almost like a light bulb goes off. You start following your rules. You recognize the mistakes you shouldn't uh, make and you stop making them. I feel like I've actually turned a corner. I'm actually on a great path. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to do this. And I think a lot of people get scared away from the financial markets because they don't think they're smart enough and nothing could be further from the truth. Call today for a free investing class at 952-814-4410 or go to learnwithota.com. The following program was pre-recorded and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? If you want to be inspired, get help in becoming all you can be, the time is now for Like It Matters Radio with your host, Mr. Scott V. Black. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about who are you? You know, we're in the middle of a series called It Matters. It Matters. And uh, we've just covered the basics of what are the five key things I believe truly matter. And then yesterday we went through what you do matters. And today, keeping with a series of It Matters, we're going to talk about who you are. Because, you know, everything else really stems from there. Everything comes from who you are. matter of fact, when you know who you are, then what to do is a lot easier. I'm not sure necessarily, or I shouldn't say it might not be easier, but it's simpler. It's not as confusing. So today we're going to focus on that one question, that one statement, I am. You know, one thing I love about the statement, I am, it's God's name. Uh, you know, Jesus says, I am. Uh, he is the great I am because he's supposed to be everything to us. But we need to know who I am because everything else stems from who I am. And once you know who you are, what to do uh, can be a lot simpler. And so I thought I'd share with you a few words of prose because you've got to decide who you are. And a lot of times there's a couple of choices. But instead of having four or five or six or seven choices, I think it's best just to have a couple of choices. And so I want to share two of my uh, favorite poems. One's by Ella Willer Wilcox. It says, two kinds of people, leaners and lifters. There are two types, uh, two kinds of people on earth today. Two kinds of people, no more I say. Not the good or the bad, for it's well understood. The good are half bad, and the bad are half good. Not the happy or sad, for in the swift flying years, bring each man his laughter and each man his tears. Not the rich or the poor, for to count a man's wealth, you must know the state of his conscience and health. Not the humble and proud, for in life's busy span, 
who puts on vain airs is not counted a man. No, the two kinds of people on earth I mean are the people who lift, the people who lean. Wherever you go, you'll find the world masses are ever divided into these two classes. And strangely enough, you'll find two I mean, there is only one lifter to twenty who lean. And which class are you? Are you easing the load of the overtaxed lifter who toiled down the road? Are you a leaner who lets others bear your personal worry and labor and care? Mm. So powerful. Is it all about you or are you here to serve other people? Two scoops or one scoop? Chocolate or vanilla? A sugar cone or old-fashioned? You know, life's about choices. And one of the greatest choices we have to make is who we are. And that's why I love that poem, Leaners and Lifters. I have a friend of mine who uh, was going to work with us early on, and hopefully he still will, but uh, his big thing was he's always leaning into things, always leaning into things, the leaning into things. Well, you know, when a runner's getting ready to start running, he leans forward, he leans out, he gets in that runner stance. Uh, when a football player is getting ready to tackle the ball, get the quarterback, he leans into his three-point stance. You know, a lot of people leaning, a lot of people leaning, but who's lifting? I want people doing. I want people making things happen. That's what a lifter does. It makes things happen. A lifter takes the burden of other people. A lifter is helping out. A lifter is part of the team. But boy, to me, a leaner is like one of those proverbial government employees where you see a construction site where you see uh, 22 people standing around, uh, 18 of them leaning on shovels or or 16 of them leaning on shovels, two uh, observing and then four actually working with the shovels. That's what Ella Wheeler Wilcox is talking about. Or you can choose between these two. I watched them tearing a building down, a gang of men in a busy town. With a ho-heave-ho and a lusty yell, they swung a beam and sidewall fell. I asked the foreman, are these men skilled? The men you'd hire if you had to build? (laughs) He gave me a laugh and said, no, indeed. Just common labor is all I need. I can easily wreck in a day or two what builders have taken a year to do. And I thought to myself as I went my way, which of these two roles have I tried to play? Am I a builder who works with care, measuring life by the rule and square? Am I shaping my deeds by a well-made plan, patiently doing the best I can? Or am I a wrecker who walks the town, content with labor of tearing down? Mm, mm, mm. Boys, a lot of people building and a lot of people destroying, right? And that's such a great little poem by Edgar Guest. Because think about it. It doesn't take much, uh, much ability to tear something down. You know, the old bull in the china shop, a lot of us have that natural tendency, that natural ability. You know, to tear something down, you take a sledgehammer, you're swinging around. To tear something down, you take a, a wrecking ball and you get it swinging. To tear something down, you get a powerful explosive. To tear something down, you just say the wrong words at the right time. To tear something down, you just lack love uh, consistently. Do you see what I'm saying? Our natural tendency, honestly, is to tear things down. To get wrapped up in our own petty little world, get so wrapped up in the minutia of our petty little lives that we forget that there's a lot of other people out there, that we forget that our lives are about something bigger than ourselves. 
That's why I always refer back to the, uh, uh, the uh, neurological levels, the logical levels. Because there are three levels in life we live. We live in this level of survival. That's uh, Dr. William Marston, uh, um, uh, you know, talks about that. He's a father of adult learning. We get in this basic called survival. And we just need to survive. We have our basic needs. Uh, uh, what is it? Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Abraham Maslow. The basic needs. We need survival. We need to get through. We need to eat. We need to be safe. We need to do that. And, and a lot of people live their life that that's still what they're doing in survival. But the next level of living is success. And that's where uh, it's still about us. Yeah, we might benefit some other people because success does that. But it's really about us. It is that third level, which is significance. And the thing about significance is it requires other people. And so when you look at the neurological levels of spirit, identity, belief systems, values, capabilities, behavior, environment, for the longest time it was stuck just at identity. The, the top level was who you were. But even NLP, where they don't have a place for God, they don't really believe in God because the NLP is all about quantification. How do you put something in a box? How do you understand something? A lot of, for years, Dr. Diltz, Robert Diltz, that was stopped at identity. There was nothing above ourselves. But even those that don't believe in the God of the Bible realize there's something beyond us. There's something bigger than us. But I'm going to tell you right now, until you can identify who you are, until you understand that thing, who you are, you will never, ever, ever uh, look to anything above yourself. Because first, you've got to find your place in this universe. And that's what our childhood is about, creating a map of reality, figuring out who we are, uh, how we fit in, what the, what the rules of this existence are. And yet very few people ever spend a lot of time really on that question, who are you? There's a great book out there uh, by A.W. Tozer called The Knowledge of the Holy. And he goes through 18 attributes of God. And he says, God can never cease being one of these. Like God's immutable. He cannot change. And God's omniscient, so he's all-knowing. So in other words, you put those two together, God's a cosmic know-it-all. He can't learn. God can't lie because he is truth. I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. Don't you hear? I am the truth. Not a truth, the truth. So if God was to ever lie, he would cease being God. Matter of fact, he could not lie because that's against his nature. And that's really what I am is all about, to know who you are, to know what you're about, and once you know that certain things aren't even in the options, certain things aren't even a way of life for you, certain things just could not happen. And so today on Like It Matters Radio, we're going to spend some time and let you know it matters who you are. It matters enough that we could spend an hour radio show on Like It Matters Radio to talk about how important it is because it matters who you are. I'm Mr. Black. You're under construction on the Like It Matters Radio Network. We'll be back in three minutes. What can you do in 48 hours that changes your life? Like It Matters Leadership Awakening. Hear what this human resource manager says about the impact of Leadership Awakening on her life. With uh, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening, it changed my culture to say, okay, I have to set example. I know I am the manager, but sometimes I have failed up until now to really deliver my word. So those things changed the very first day I came back. And it's just absolutely fascinating. So of course they are looking at me like, what happened to you? And on a personal point of view, so many things have happened since I got home. 
somos It's not almost. It is Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours and it'll change your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening classes in Minneapolis, November 21st through the 23rd. That's likeitmatters.net. Leadership Awakening, where 48 hours will change your life. According to Google, a local business owner like you needs to spend at least 15 hours a week to optimize their online search campaigns. I'm Nick Anderson, General Manager of Salem Media Group Twin Cities, introducing you to Salem Surround, the next generation answer to digital marketing for local businesses. Let Salem Surround maximize your SEO and SEM campaigns so you can run your business. Call Alyssa for more information at 651-289-4406. When it comes to replacing your windows and doors, ignorance is not bliss. You only want to have to do it once, and you don't want to make a mistake. Great Plains Windows and Doors has been helping homeowners all over the Twin Cities with their replacement needs, utilizing the entire line of Anderson Core product, including the most popular 400 series, which contractors trust the most, and they're made right here in Minnesota. Now that sounds like bliss. For a truly remarkable experience, contact Great Plains Windows and Doors at greatplainswindows.com. Here's what business owner Ken Johnson had to say about the impact Like It Matters Leadership Awakening had on his employees. Since then, they have been on fire. They have been committed as a team, absolutely changed. They are energized in a way that is is off the charts, different and better than we ever had before. First of all, best investment I ever made. Secondly, we decided to reduce our investment in some other areas so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience. Every single person has been thrilled with the results and myself included. Change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis, November 21st through the 23rd. That's likeitmatters.net. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about It Matters. It's the series It Matters. And today we're talking about who you are It matters who you are, ladies and gentlemen, because you know why? There's only one you. Yep, do you hear me say that? It's kind of like there's uh, however trillion people or a billion people, what do we got on this planet now, 11 billion, 12 billion people? Every single one of them has their own unique role of who they are. And why that matters is because when you know who you are, then what to do is much simpler. That's the key. And that's why I love this. I heard this one time on from Alistair Begg. He, I don't know where he got it from. He doesn't even remember where he got it from. But it, it's just a great piece, and it really puts in perspective why knowing who you are is important because you are unique. Uh, there is nobody else out there like you. And it says, since the beginning of time, there has never been another person like you. Nobody has your smile, your eyes, your hands, your hair. Nobody owns your handwriting or your voice. In all of time, there has never been anybody who laughs in exactly your way, and what makes you laugh or cry or think may have a totally different response than another. 
You are the only one in the whole of creation who has your particular set of abilities. There's always someone who is better at one thing or another. Every person is your superior in at least one way. But nobody in the universe can reach the quality and the combination of your talents or your feelings. Throughout all of eternity, no one will ever walk, talk, think, or do exactly like you. You are rare. In all rarity, there is enormous value. Because of your great value, the need for you to imitate everyone else is absolutely wrong. You happen to be special, and it's no accident that you are. Please realize that God made you for a special purpose. He has a job for you to do that no one else can do as well as you can. Out of the billions of applicants, only one is qualified. Only one has a unique and right combination of what it takes. And that one is you. I mean, we know that we're unique, right? Of all the billions, or I don't know if we're even billions, maybe we're in trillions, I doubt it, but maybe hundreds of billions of people who ever lived on this planet. There is nobody else like you. You know that, right, DNA? We hear all the time that, you know, uh, an ape has, uh, a monkey has 96% or whatever the figure is, the same DNA as a man. Yeah, you know what? Every single human being, every single human being, as different as they look, are 99.9% identical in their DNA. 99.9%, but it is that 0.1% that makes all the difference in the world. It's in our DNA. And a lot of people hear DNA, they don't really know what DNA is. DNA stands for deoxyribonucleic acid. And it's just nothing more than a formula. It's a barcode, if you will. It's the genetic formula that tells yourselves how to build you into you. It's like the blueprint. It's like a reverse engineering. And that blueprint that builds you into you can build you into no one else. Think about that. What if your DNA was like four Legos that uh, like to pair or play in pairs along a spiral staircase called a double helix? And the pairs, because you got the four letters, right? A, T, C, and G. You know that about DNA, right? A, T, C, and G. A and T pair up, and C and G pair up. And they form building blocks of code called genes. And these genes really are the, the, the blueprint for you. It's the makeup. It's the coding. It's the instructions for yourselves on how to build you. You know, I work with a lot of construction companies. Hellas Construction Company built stadiums, uh, Descor Builders out of Sacramento. And I guarantee you, when they put together a, a bid, they put together a plan, they put together some ideas, they put together some blueprints. And those blueprints say, this is how we're going to build your building. That, in essence, is what DNA is. It's that little code the building blocks of code called genes that become the blueprint for your hair, for your eyes, your body shape, uh, your intelligence, or I should say your intellect, all that stuff, and it makes you unique. I've been told there are nearly 20,000 human genes created from about 3 billion bases. Wow. If you know anything about uh, factorials, woof. So it's easy to see why no other human being will ever have the exact same pattern of DNA. A lot of people think, well, yeah, but what about twins? What about twins? Nah, uh, they're different. Breakthrough studies in the last couple of years show even identical twins have different DNA. Using second-generation genome sequencing, uh, Boyer, a scientist who studied DNA, uh, DNA, 
says you find that once that fertilized egg splits, there are random mutations that are happening, and that can be used to identify differences between the two twins. Uh, there's a thing called singular single nucleotide polymorphoses, or SNPs. These, quote, typos in the DNA sequence are being studied to shed light on how we differ in our response to drugs, environmental toxins, and why one of us might get a particular disease even if our twin doesn't. See, there's a saying out there that uh, the same sun that melts the butter hardens the clay. And so you can have two people that grew up in the same environment, that grew up in the same situation, maybe even shared the same womb, but yet they respond to situations different. Uh, it's the story I heard once about a carrot and egg and a cup of coffee. A young woman went to her mother and told her about her life, how things were so hard and not going well for her. She did not know how she was going to make it, just wanted to give up. She was frustrated. She was in a down place, kind of playing victim, and she was tired of fighting and struggling. It seemed as when one problem was solved, just a new one arose again. And so she's complaining to her mom, and her mom's heart's just aching for it and really doesn't know what to say, but then her mother had an idea. Her mother took her to the kitchen. She filled three pots with water and placed each on a high fire. Soon the pots came to a boil. In the first pot, she placed some raw carrots. In the second pot, she placed some raw eggs. In the last pot, she took some ground coffee beans and placed them in there. And she let all three sit in the water and boil without saying a word. I mean, her daughter was like almost in tears and just beside herself looking down the ground you know, shaking her head, almost just beside herself, almost like she's going to go with cathartic, start crying. And so it was silent. And they just stood there in the kitchen looking around, and the water starts boiling. They can hear the water boiling, the eggs bouncing around, and not a word is said. Then about after 20 minutes of the silence and the bubbling pots, mom just turned off the burners. She went to the little drawer, gadget drawer, and she got something. She fished the carrots out and placed them in the bowl. She poured the warm water out of the eggs, put some cold water in there to cool them down a little bit, and then pulled the eggs out and placed them in the bowl. She then pulled the pot of coffee over, and she ladled the coffee out. And again, she placed it in a cup. Turning to her daughter, she asked, tell me, what do you see? And her her daughter's like ready to walk out because, I mean, her daughter's depressed. She's just dumped her soul out to her mom, and her mom goes in the kitchen and starts making food. And so her mom says again, tell me, what do you see? And so a little put off, the girl replied, I see carrots, eggs, and coffee. A little put off by the simplicity of the, the question. Her mother brought her closer and asked her to dig deeper. She says, I want you to go beyond what you see. And I want you to feel the carrots. She did, and she knew they were soft. The mother then asked the daughter to take an egg and break it. After pulling out the shell, she observed the hard-boiled egg. And finally, the mother asked the daughter to sip the coffee. The daughter smiled as she tasted its rich aroma. The daughter then asked, Mom... What are you doing? What does this mean? 
Her mother explained that each of these objects had faced the same adversity, the boiling water. Each, however, reacted differently. The carrot went in strong, hard, unrelenting. However, after being subjected to the boiling water, it softened and became weak. The egg had been fragile. Its thin outer shell had protected its liquid interior, but after sitting through the boiling water, its insides became hardened. The ground coffee beans were a little bit different. They were unique, however. After they were in the boiling water, they had changed the water. Which are you? Mother asked the daughter. When adversity knocks on your door, how do you respond? Are you a carrot, an egg, or a coffee bean? And we need to all ask ourselves, which ones are we? Are we the carrot that seems strong, but with pain and adversity, do we wilt and become soft and lose our strength? Are we the egg that starts with a malleable heart, but changes with the heat? Do we have a fluid spirit, but after a death, after a breakup, after some tough time of financial hardship, do we become hardened and stiffed? Does your shell look the same, but on the inside, have we become bitter and tough with a stiff spirit and a hardened heart? Or are we like the coffee bean? The bean actually changes the hot water. The very circumstances that bring the pain when the water gets hot, it releases the fragrance and the flavor. If you're like the bean, when things are at their worst, you get better and change the situation around you. When the hour is the darkest and the trials are their greatest, do you elevate yourself to another level? How do you handle adversity? Are you a carrot, an egg, or a coffee bean? That's why we talk about who we are, because you got to know who you are. Just like in the attributes of God, the knowledge of his holy, A.W. Tozer said, God can't cease being one of these qualities or he'd cease being himself. So if I was to reflect that onto you, what are those qualities about you? Who are you? Who are you when things go bad? Who are you when things go good? Who are you in the morning time? Who are you in the evening time? Who are you? Who are you? Who are you? Who are you? So today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about It Matters. And what are we talking about matters? It matters who you are. We'll be back in three minutes with Radio Like It Matters. What can you do in 48 hours that changes your life? Like It Matters Leadership Awakening. Listen to this 22-year law enforcement veteran with PTSD compare Leadership Awakening to other training he's received. You focus on the individual. I think you kind of answered the why question, whereas a lot of the other programs that are out there, I don't want to say they put a Band-Aid on it, but they don't do a very good job of going into the why. And, you know, why am I doing this? Why is my brain uh, revert back to the images? You know, why do I get depressed? And like you said, right, it's a choice. 48 hours. Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours and it'll change your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening classes in Minneapolis, November 21st through the 23rd. That's likeitmatters.net. Just click on Schedule. Leadership Awakening, where 48 hours will change your life. Mitch Berg from the Northern Alliance here for Kingdom Builders. You've heard them on this station. They say they're not great salesmen, just great roofers. But if you're a homeowner, you've heard the horror stories from your neighbors about roofers who were great salesmen, but terrible roofers, about contractors with no integrity. So my first call was to the roofers who make their integrity the center, not just of their business, but of their lives. That's the Kingdom Builders. And yeah, they are great roofers. I have a 
challenging roof. Third floor, lots of details, and it was last re-roofed when I was just out of high school. And yet, from the moment they showed up, I had the confidence. I wasn't just going to get a great roof. I wasn't going to get that heartburn you get when trying out a new contractor. So, yeah, they are great roofers and genuinely great people to work with. And I have the nicest-looking roof on my block. So call 612-900-9166. That's 612-900-9166. Or find them online at thekingdombuilders.net. Tell them Mitch Berg sent you, and he loves his new roof. Here's what business owner Ken Johnson had to say about the impact Like It Matters Leadership Awakening had on his employees. Since then, they have been on fire. They have been committed as a team, absolutely changed. They are energized in a way that is is off the charts, different and better than we ever had before. First of all, best investment I ever made. Secondly, we decided to reduce our investment in some other areas so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience. Every single person has been thrilled with the results and myself included. Change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis, November 21st through the 23rd. That's likeitmatters.net. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black. And man, oh man, today we are going deep. We're talking about it matters. And what is it? It matters who you are. Matter of fact, I am currently in class right now in Dallas-Fort Worth. We are taking a, a group of 23 people. Uh, through uh, Leadership Awakening. If you want some more information, go to likeitmatters.net. And these 23 people will come out here changed. They'll be acting different. They'll be looking different. They're talking differently. They're carrying themselves differently. But what I would suggest is what's also different is their belief system about who they are. You know, our process is intense. It goes deep, and it has people take a look at themselves in a way that most people never do. I created Desert Experience, a, a fiery furnace experience where people learn to overcome, where people truly learn what they're made of and who they are. We go to the structure of our beliefs. And one of the greatest beliefs that uh, we need to deal with is who we are. So important. And we are unique. That's one thing we're going to get. We all know that. If you ever watch any crime show, we're unique. Uh, you know, I watch a lot of forensic files. You know, I'm done with class sometimes 2 or 3 in the morning, got to get up at 6. And so sometimes it's 2 or 3 in the morning and I can't sleep. Uh, I just got done with class. And so I'm watching forensic files. And we know that DNA, you know, they can find your DNA. They just found the, the Green River Killer from DNA that was left 30 years ago because of technology and now how we can extract information from that DNA. Uh, I just heard a guy in Philadelphia just confess to a murder and a rape that he committed 27 years ago. Uh, I just heard this the other day. Uh, why? Because his sister had sent in her DNA to one of those companies, and somehow they attract that this DNA of the sister was very similar to a, a, a killer that they were looking for. And so 27 years later, this just happened this week, uh, they found the guy and he confessed, uh, and now he's going to prison for the rest of his life. Because we know that our DNA is unique to us. And here's the cool thing. DNA, all human beings, I think the figure is 99.9% of every single human being's DNA is exactly the same. But that one-tenth of 1% 
creates all the difference in the world. But, you know, it's not just your DNA that's unique to you, right? Your fingerprints. We all know that, right? Your fingerprints are unique to you. Of all the billions of people who have lived, no one will ever have the fingerprints of you. It's just like a barcode scan that you go to a grocery store, you take the thing off. My, my boy loves to check out at the grocery store. So he'll stand next to the little register at Walmart self-checkout, and I'll hand him the item, show him where the code is. He'll put the code over that little, that little glass, and it'll ring it up. We are the same way. But when you got to realize how unique we are, it's not just our DNA that's unique to us. It's just not our fingerprint that is unique to us. There are a lot of other things that are, I don't even know what the number is. They're finding more and more and more and more and more. That's why I saw the figure, you're one in a million. Uh, actually, you're one in uh, seven billion. And it's special, unique characteristics, the ears. If the eye, I'm sorry, the eyes. The eyes are the window to your soul and your identity. The iris, a muscle that opens and closes the pupil to control how much light enters the eye, has tiny textural patterns. DNA determines the color and structure of the iris, but its random pits, furrows, swirls, and rifts occur during fetal development, which makes every iris unique. Isn't that incredible? Even your own two irises, you know, you have two of them, they don't even match each other. The patterns are thought to appear as the fetus opens and closes its developing eyes and iris tissue tightens and folds. How about your ear? If you trace the rim of your ear, see, feel those curves and those ridges? You're the only person in the world with that exact uh, same shape. In one British study, researchers developed an algorithm that could identify a single individual out of more than 250 others with a 99.6% accuracy rate by analyzing how light reflects off the curves of their ears. The ear is such a handy identifier that Yahoo is developing technology to unlock smartphones with an ear scanner. Someone receiving a call would unlock the phone by simply pressing it to their ear. That's incredible. Hypothetically, detectives could uh, seal evidence with a kiss. A study in a journal of forensic dental science found that the pattern of elevation of depressions in the lips are as unique as fingerprints. Wow. Is that incredible? The lips. How about your tongue? Like a fingerprint, the tongue has its own shape and texture, and its tiny bumps and ridges are distributed in a way that is uniquely yours. These patterns rarely change over time since the tongue is protected inside the mouth, unlike like your fingertips, you know, which can become scarred. Research is actually developing a 3D tongue imaging to aid in identification. Of course, your voice, you all know that, right? Your voice? It's not really a body part, but your voice is unlike anyone else's. Some vocal characteristics are easy to detect, you know, frequency, high or low, intensity, loud or soft. Other traits, however, such as tightness, resonance, nasality, are usually more difficult to pinpoint. An individual's unique vocal tract is partly genetic and partly learned. The length of one's neck and the width of the uh, pharynx plays a part, but so do learned characteristics, such as lip rounding, vowel pronunciation, Based on these combined traits, scientists have already created systems to automatically recognize a person's voice if it's pre-recorded in a database. Isn't that incredible? Toe print. Toe print. Yep. A fetus's toe print prints develop at the same time as the fingerprints and are just as unique. Since crooks are more likely fingerprints behind, the FBI maintains a national database that links 66 million 
66 million people to their fingerprints, but it does not record, record foot or toe prints. And actually, in one classic case, a toe print was used in court when a burglar broke into a Scottish bakery and left a print on the floor, dusted, on the flour-dusted floor. I've actually saw forensic files where uh, there was a footprint. Uh, a guy stepped on a tomato when he climbed into a window to kill a woman. And they could actually get his footprint, his actually footprint off of that tomato and convict him. We all know teeth, right? And we see this all the time. Your teeth not only reveal your DNA, which is why dental records are often used to identify bodies, but are particular to you based on your personal habits, right? Your fillings, your chips, uh, teeth that were pulled out. Again, watching forensic files, you see this. When a body's burned beyond recognition or it's been so long, what they do is they take the teeth and look for two things. One, they look to see if they can find any uh, in, inside the, the gum, any nerves or anything that could have some DNA material. But even outside of that, they just take the teeth and they, they compare them to dental records to see which teeth are shaped, which ones have cavities, which ones are pulled, which ones have gaps. And then you identify all that and you can tell who this person is. How about your retina? The very back of the eye, the retina, is a precise snapshot of your nervous system, unique to you. It displays a pattern of blood vessels that your eye doctor observes to detect the first signs of diabetes, high blood pressure, and even declining brain health. Though human retinas are typically only observed at the autometrist, retina identification is widely used in the animal world to verify show cattle and purebred horses to track disease outbreaks. And now they have the eye scanners where you look into something and they're scanning your, your retina. How about your gait? Okay, I know it's not basically part of your body, but it's how you use your body. Do you slightly drag one foot, bounce on another? Even if you've never noticed anything unusual about your stroll, sophisticated systems can. When an international team of bioengineers analyzed the foot pressure patterns of more than 100 participants, they identified individuals with a 99.6% accuracy rate. Though more research is needed, gate identification could eventually be a way of identifying individuals from a distance. And again, a forensic files, there's these bank robbers, uh, really successful bank robbers over 10 years. And as they watched the video, they'd watch this one guy and his stance, his gait, the way he walked, the way he drew his weapon, the way he used his weapon as he walked around telling people to get down. It was identifiable. And they, got, they actually knew this guy based on his gait, how he walked, how he stood. Uh, even though he was in a mask and all that. And years later, they caught the guy based on that. See, we need to know ourselves, and we need to know we're unique. You can't brush it off. No longer procrastinate. You are unique. You are made for a purpose. There's a job that you were created to do. You know what's also different about each one of us? Our trauma, our drama. Not just what we went through, because it really doesn't matter what we went through, but the way we explain it to ourselves. You can see two people go through the same childhood. One becomes terrible, one becomes very successful. And a lot of it has to do with how they frame their experience of their past. Not what their past was, but how they framed it. Our trauma, our drama, our pain, our skills, our resources, what we've been exposed to, the different experiences that have been good and bad and how we develop certain intellects or not. You know, I do a, a brain mapping. I do a brain mapping. I have t technology that if I capture your fingerprints, I can give you a 37-page print of your brain. And it's basically the way you're made. It doesn't cover intelligence because intelligence is an outpro uh, output. It's a byproduct. But it shows intellect. 
And we've all given 10 natural ways to be smart. Dr. Howard Gardner at Harvard University came up with something called multiple intelligences. And we're all uniquely smart. There are 10 different ways to be smart. So uh, my brain mapping, my fingerprint tells you how God made you, your wiring, your operating system. But I can't tell your, ex- I can't tell your intelligence. Why? Because your intellect is like your processor, like a game system. Your Xbox One, Xbox 360, your PlayStation 4. It's your processor. Now, that processor, you can put different games in there. You can watch Disneyland or Donald Duck, or you can rape women and uh, kill cops. There's games out there like that. But the system's the same system. But one time the output is fun. The other time the output is not fun. But the system never changes. See, I can show you the system. But what I cannot show you is your experience and exposure. I can show you that you've been gifted in the field of music. And then you can tell me, well, no, I'm terrible at music. See, I don't know the exposure and the experience. Maybe you were never exposed to music. Or the exposure you did have, the little experience you had was negative. It was bitter. It was hurtful. And so you took that one experience, that one exposure. Or you might have been in an unhealthy environment. As a kid, we learned to survive. We learned to get through. We learned to make it up. And so we think that's who we are. No, that's just how we got through something. That's why we need to take a chance and look at ourselves. We need to ask ourselves, who am I? Why am I here? What's my purpose? And that's what we're doing in this series on Like It Matters Radio. But today, we're talking about it matters who you are. I am Mr. Black. You are under construction on the Like It Matters Radio Network. We'll be back in three minutes. Give a person a fish and you feed them for a meal. Teach them to fish and you change their destiny. At Like It Matters Radio, we teach you how you were made, how you create experience, and how you can change your world by changing your thinking. Opioid addiction, mental health crisis, PTSD, the soaring suicide rate, political hate and animosity there is a crisis of toxic proportions and it is destroying us this pandemic is destroying the foundation of our hope hope is fading at like it matters radio we help people change their life by changing their thinking and doing based on how we are made our mission is to help people maximize their potentials and to live their life like it matters Our goal is to change this world through our national radio show, bringing hope to listeners everywhere in every heart, body, and soul. We need your help, sponsors, donors, and helpers to do the work that needs to be done to change our world. If you are willing, please email us at mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com. In the subject line, put posse. Again, that's mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com. In the subject line, put posse. Join our posse today and leave a legacy for others to follow. Email us at mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com. In the subject line, put posse. Give me 48 hours and I will give you a new beginning. Give me 48 hours and I will give you hope. Give me 48 hours and I will give you your power back. Because between the stimulus and the response, there is a space. And in that space is your freedom. It is your power. At Like It Matters Leadership Awakening, 48 hours will change the course of your life. Discover the very purpose of your life, along with the ability to achieve. Give Mr. Black 48 hours in the next Leadership Awakening. Sign up at likeitmatters.net slash schedule. 
The Wellness 1570 Fan Club and New American Funding want to pay your mortgage next year. This is Tom Matiny from New American Funding, and I'm excited to be the sponsor of the Christmas Mortgage Miracle Contest. If you win, we'll pay your mortgage or rent for all of next year. That's extra money to take your family on vacation, put in a pool, or help a friend in need. Enter once a day from now through December 20th at TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com. The Christmas Mortgage Miracle from the Wellness 1570 Fan Club and me, Tom Matiny, at New American Funding. Dad, guess what? What? You are going to be a grandfather. That's great. Not too long ago, moments like this with my daughter would have been a challenge. It was a long road for me to find myself again after Vietnam. It was my neighbor Jim, another Vietnam veteran, who finally convinced me that I could still connect with my family and find that fulfilling life I'd lost. And I went for help down at the VA. If I can take that first step after almost 50 years, I know other veterans can too. Visit maketheconnection.net to find out more. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black, and today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about It Matters. It's part of a series, and today the focus of it is who you are. And please, uh, I would highly recommend if you didn't uh, get all this radio show or missed the last two shows, which are kind of the foundation for what we're talking about, highly recommend you go to likeitmatters.com. Com. I'm sorry, that's not right at all. LikeItMattersRadio.com. How about that? LikeItMattersRadio.com. Go to LikeItMattersRadio.com, hit the Listen Now button, and you can listen to this message, uh, yesterday's message, the day before, and probably for the next, last uh, three or four months. Also, the good news is if you missed this radio show and you want to listen to the rest of it or listen to it again, we replay. We actually play twice a day in most markets. So in the beautiful Twin Cities of Minneapolis-St. Paul, our base, our our home team, if you will, uh, AM 1570, Twin Cities Wellness Radio. And you can live stream with them, TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com. Love that radio station, an entire format dedicated to you, the listener. It's all about you. For once in your life, it's actually all about you. And so you you can go to your AM dial there in those uh, Twin Cities of Minneapolis-St. Paul uh, from 9 to 10 a.m. Central Standard Time and replayed 5 to 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. And you hit that dial and you're going to listen to me. Now, the cool thing is you can go to iHeartRadio. Because of our affiliation with uh, Twin Cities Wellness Radio, uh, we are on iHeartRadio. So if you go to iHeartRadio, all you got to do is search Wellness Radio 1570. And then you'll find us twice a day, uh, 9 to 10 a.m. Central Standard Time and 5 to 6 p.m. PM Central Standard Time on the replay. And we're blessed to be in the beautiful city of St. Louis on the St. Louis Gospel Experience. Praise 95.1 FM and 1260 AM. And we are on that radio station 7 to 8 every Monday through Friday. And man, we are so excited to have our listening base growing. And please, we want to hear from you. Reach out to me at Mr. Black at likeitmattersradio.com. And man, we need your help. I, I, this is a calling. This is a cause. Uh, boy, the world is uh, struggling. America's struggling. We're bitter. We're hateful. Uh, we're depressed. We're psychotic. We're popping pills. We're, we're brutalizing each other. It's a mind game. It's a mental crisis. We can change that. If we truly want to change our lives, ladies and gentlemen, we got to change our thinking. We want to change our world. We got to change our thinking. I mean, look how different America is today. And I don't think it's any. I don't think it's better. I don't think it's better. Look back to the eighties. That was a good time. I know a lot of people's lives are better. A lot of people's lives are worse. There's been a lot of people that are born since then. A lot of people have died since then. But if you look at the overall picture, you know we're different today. 
values that this country was created upon, belief system about God and about family and about our greatness in the world and about what that means and how we should serve other people. All that's changed. We don't think like we used to think. And now America is becoming a totally different country. If you want to change your world, my friend, you must change your thinking. That works both positively and negatively. But today we're talking about knowing who you are. It is absolutely critical to know who you are. And with everything going on in life, with so busy, you need to pull back. You need to reflect. That's why you need to go to trainings like mine. Go to likeitmatters.net, likeitmatters.net. Man, I can take you through a process that will help you define who you are, to help you define why you're here, to help you define what to do because of those things. Remember the three levels of life that we can live in. We can live in, you know, just survival. And a lot of people are doing that, just getting through the streets. When I drive to my office every morning, I go under the bridge under downtown, and there's 30, 40 people that are sleeping under the bridge, and it just breaks my heart. When I have money, I'll pull up beside and hand money to someone if they're awake, because I get there about 4 o'clock in the morning. I pray over them. I just, you know, it makes my heart break. They're surviving. They're just getting through the day. They just got to get through the night. And there's a lot of people that have homes, that have jobs, that are doing the same thing metaphorically and emotionally. But the next level is success, and we think, yeah, that's it, that's it. No, success is good, better than survival. Success means you're making a name for yourself, you're making some money, you're making a place for yourself. But don't you hear it's still about yourself? And see, the last highest level of living is significance. And significance always includes other people. And this is why it's so important to know who you are. Because if you're still struggling with who you are, how can you ever get over yourself? If you're still not sure of who you are, how can you ever take who you are and pour it into other people and be used the way you were created? See, that's why you need to know who you are because then it gets into adding values to others. See, when you know who you are and why you're here, then you can serve. When you know who you are and why you're here, then you can be the person you were created to be. And tomorrow's show, we're going to go over why you are here. Why are you here? Because that's important to know. But today we're focused on who are you. That's why we talk about success and significance. A lot of people don't know the difference. A lot of people believe they're successful, they're successful because they have everything they want. <clears throat> they have added value to themselves. But this is what John Maxwell says. John Maxwell believes significance comes when you add value to others. And you can't have true success without significance, he says. He says he came to this conclusion while working on his book, Your Roadmap for Success. He wanted to find success. He would always find quotes and stories he'd come across and then reference them when he's writing a book. And so he had a lot of topics on success. And so he laid them out and he read through them. After six months, he said he came to the understanding that success is knowing your purpose in life, growing to your maximum potential in life, and sowing seeds that benefit others. And I'm going to tell you right now, you can't do that unless you know who you are. See, once you've learned something, do you have a heart to share it with others, or do you hold it for yourself? In other words, are you a conduit, or are you a sister? Remember, there's two vessels we can be. We can be a sister in holding on to things, or we can be a conduit that spreads it. Success is indeed a journey, but if you stop adding value of yourself to other people, you miss the reward for significance. Success is the stepping stone to significance. 
There has to be a certain amount of success in people's lives before they're willing to take the step to significance, where they ask themselves, what else is there in life beyond professional monetary success? That's where knowing who you are is so important. Pursuing significance takes us out of our comfort zones. Significance is not attainable in a natural way. And Maxwell describes the difference of what he thinks natural and unnatural is. He says, I don't think you glide or fall into significance. You don't wake up one day and say to yourself, I'm significant. Significance takes us out of our comfort for, for comfortable territory into uncomfortable territory. He quotes Rusty Rustenbach in his pastoral article, Giving Yourself Away. He says he hits this topic out of the park. And here's what Rusty wrote, quote, You and I live in an age when only a rare minority of individuals desire to spend their lives in pursuit of objectives which are bigger than they are. In our age, for most people, when they die, it will be as though they never lived. Wow. Once significance is sensed, nothing else will satisfy. Catherine Graham put it best when she said, to love what you do and feel that it matters. How could anything be more fun? And when I talk about what you do now, I'm talking about being who you are. Who are you? Who are you? You got to know this. Who would you like to be? Because maybe who you are today is not matching up to some unconscious paradigm in your mind of who you're supposed to be. When's the last time you stopped to actually pose yourself these questions? Who am I? Why am I here? What's my purpose? If today was my last day on this planet, did it make one bit? It's hard to do that. We got so much going on. We got so much. We got to take care of kids. We got jobs. We got workout schedules. We got diet. We got to keep up with the Joneses. We got to make money to pay bills. We got to do all that. But unless you know who you are, how will you ever fulfill your destiny? Unless you know who you are, how will you know what to do? Unless you know who you are, how will you know if you're on course or off course? So I want to ask you this. If I was to go up to a person who knew you better than anybody else and ask them to give me a few words to describe you, who are you? Who are you? If you give me a couple words to describe client A, if you give me a couple words to describe Scott Black, who is he? Well, if you went to a person who knew me the best, I don't know who that is because I don't think many on this planet know me. If you go up to that person, my mom's dead, so you have to do a seance or get up to heaven to talk to her. But if you went to a person who knew me the best, who cared to know me best, I should say, and asked them to give you a couple words to describe Mr. Black, Scott Black, can I tell you what I want those words to be? I'd want those words to be fire. I am fire because I stir things up. I make things hot. I separate. I cleanse. I can purify. Yeah, I separate. Yep. I want contribution. I am contribution. I'm here to make a difference. I'm here to serve. I'm here to servant leadership. I know that about myself. I am significance. I was created with a purpose. I'm empathic. I can walk in other people's shoes. I am passion. I want to burn, baby, burn. I am enthusiasm of the spirit. I am humble. I am meek. I am sacrificial. I am Christ. To live is Christ. To die is gain. That's who I am. Go to likeitmatters.net. Let me help you answer that question. Who are you? You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you to be more hopeful about your future and reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does. Remember, 
You're better than that. The following statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. Amber in trials tested mild to moderate symptoms. Testimonials based on 90 days of use. Results may vary. IRI US Mulo 52 weeks 71419 by UPC MLBO. Hi, I'm Mary Lou Retton. When I competed in gymnastics, I used to love to talk about my health, my energy, and my will to win gold. But today, I want to talk to you about something I used to keep private my menopause. Between my hot flashes and night sweats, and worse, my constant fatigue, I felt like a stranger in my own life. Nothing I tried could give me relief until I discovered Amberin. Amberin is clinically shown to relieve 12 menopause symptoms. Amberin is not a drug and is 100% estrogen-free and clinically tested. Thanks to Amberin now, my energy is back. And those days of fearing hot flashes and night sweats are gone. I feel like myself again. Amberin works. It really works. Hurry to your Walmart, Walgreens, Target, and other fine stores and see why Amberin is America's number one menopause relief supplement. Hi, this is Scott.